Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Bleeding Metal Podcast. My name is Pia, she, her and I am back. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Kiki, that you recorded the past episode without me and I already listened to it and it's really cool. It was really interesting what you and Sebastian were discussing. And um, first of all, hello to you. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hey everybody. And yes, I am Kiki, your other co-host. Uh, my pronouns are also she, her. And yeah, that episode was really, really interesting. Everything that we that we could uh, learn about each other as well, and to see that we had so many things, so many similar experiences, even mm -hmm. though uh, you know uh, we are s different people from different places. And um, yes, I'm also excited to have you back uh, now, Pia, and uh, for us to discuss more. Um, yes, different things, other things, happy things, funny yeah. things. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, because we realized that we were talking about so many th serious stuff um, in our new episodes uh, since we relaunched the podcast and rebranded the podcast. And so, yeah, we thought about let's have an episode that is about parody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything that is fun and, yeah, makes you want to dance and stuff like that. So party, concerts, festivals, everything. Yes, a little bit of a, of a lighter topic, but also it's still a, it's still important, I think, for uh, us all humans to allow ourselves to have fun and to find, uh, you know, happiness and joy in even in the darkest of times. Yes. So, um, and it is still a very weird time we are all going through. Um, we are still, uh, even though uh, all the restrictions or most of the restrictions have been lifted, lifted in most of the world, I think we are still going through a pandemic. Um, we are still in the middle of a weird war as well. I just, we are recording on June 3rd and, um, in the news this morning, they said that today marks the hundredth day. Yes, I read that also. That war, which is devastating to know that it has been going on for so long and that, Nothing has been accomplished, really, uh, in terms of it finally ending or, you know, something to stop all of that suffering. So, yes. But as you just said, we um, we don't help anybody if we forbid ourselves um, to have fun and stuff like that. So the world sure. doesn't become a better place if you end up in depression. Exactly. So today we're going to have a little bit of fun and uh, talk about uh, metal parties, partying in general. <laughs> What are we even doing? <laughs> yes, um, I think let's talk about everything that pops up in our minds. So uh, first of all, you've been to a party two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yes, the first, well, not the first, but the first metal party, metal party. In a while, I hadn't. I was so hyped. I hadn't been to uh, to a big party since I came back from Ecuador, and uh, well, that's probably not true. But I hadn't been as excited <laughs> to go to a party since I was in Ecuador and I went to a Linkin Park tribute uh, concert, and um, 
Yeah, so I was really, really excited to go to the Morecore party. Morecore is a German online magazine about, uh, well, metal and, and core and heavy music stuff. And uh, they, um, yeah, they have events uh, all throughout Germany. And the parties are great. They also have a Twitch channel where they where they play, uh, well, the same music. And um, it was a lot of fun. It, I mean, I felt a bit old, <laughs> I must say. Um, just looking at the people that were there. Also, when uh, my partner and I arrived... Um, There was there wasn't many people there. It was announced as this huge party with two areas and two different DJs. And when we arrived, I guess not many people bought tickets in advance, so there was only one area, and it was pretty empty. And uh, well, we were there maybe before shortly before midnight or something, which took a lot of effort, you know. <laughs> We're in our mid thirties. <laughs> Why don't parties start earlier? Like for real, <laughs> <laughs> they should start at six p.m. so you can go home at midnight. <laughs> okay, maybe not. But what about ten? I mean, ten <laughs> p.m. so we can have three hours of fun and go home. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, it took a, a lot of effort to to not get drunk too quickly and to. Uh, but also to, uh, you know, if we stayed at home until later, at some point, I would have been so lazy that I wouldn't want to go out. And so we um, we went out and had a few drinks at a bar and then we went there. And um, yeah, the music was great. In the beginning, they weren't playing the big hits, you know, because there were not many people there. But a little later, they started playing, you know, typical Trivium in, wa in Waves and a lot of other songs that I don't... Um, yeah, there was a lot of Machine Head and uh, and other cool songs that I don't remember anymore because it was three weeks ago. But um, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, the next day, of course, my neck hurt from all the headbanging. And I think I even moshed a lot because I had a few bruises. <laughs> <laughs> But you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my memory is not very good anyway. <laughs> But no, yeah, it was really good. It was a lot of fun. It's interesting that from what you were just saying, it's more or less the same music that was played on metal parties since forever, I think. So they play Machine Head, System of a Down, um, Slipknot a lot, Korn. Course, yeah. mm -hmm. So all the new metal stuff. And yeah. Maybe yeah, the also a bit motorhead and stuff like that, yeah. Yes. So that's that's pretty typical, I think. But also all over the world, that's the the classical <laughs> party music for metal parties. Probably, yeah. I mean, um, I guess it also depends. There are more of the goth uh, parties mm -hmm. where it's a lot more of electronic music. Depeche Mode. Uh, Yeah, uh, yes, but also more EDM type stuff mm. that I don't understand how to move to. <laughs> but uh, There are a lot of uh, dancing videos on YouTube. <laughs> we all know the memes. <laughs> yeah, so I guess there is some variety inside of the of the metal subcultures mm. in, in terms of different parties. Um, I would also 
maybe categorize another one more in the punk, uh, maybe even ska mm. uh, direction, or there's this um, the, the older heavy more, metal stuff. Yeah, or with more electronic influences like the Prodigy. Yes, those two. Mm -hmm. More more of a mainstream touch as well, yeah. Mm. And of course, uh, there are, or there have been, when I was younger, there have been a lot of medieval parties. And they, especially in Germany, there is right. a huge community. I don't know how mm -hmm. this is in other countries, because also most of the lyrics are in German from this medieval, uh, from the medieval bands. But yeah, there are also a lot of international, like Fintroll, you could count as medieval or medievalish. Also, mm -hmm. a lot of pagan bands and stuff like that. So I think maybe it's also internationally that there are these medieval metal parties. <laughs> right, and if you go and if you're going there, there are also the pirate metal mm -hmm. uh, bands that you could dance a lot to. <laughs> um, so yeah, there is a lot of variety. Yeah, for heavy for heavy parties. True. So welcome to our stream of consciousness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is no variation. There is a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> It's always the same. No wait. <laughs> We have realized something new. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But um, is this the music that you usually put on when you you have a party in general or maybe also are in party mood but you don't go to a party but you have a party in your head so to speak <laughs> what kind yeah. of music are you putting on i, I have several parties in my head <laughs> <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> i mean that's what I, what i was thinking um before we started the recording like be, earlier today i was thinking what are we going to talk about okay maybe we'll tell our stories of how we started going to parties as well because um when i grew up i when i was 15 i started and we've been through this before i think when i was around 15 i started listening to all of the new metal stuff and uh, all of the linking park and heavier stuff etc and i grew up in ecuador right so party there means mostly uh, latin american music right like salsa and merengue and um cumbia and all of that type of stuff. And so it was really difficult for me to find uh, later on when I started like going out to bars and clubs. It was difficult for me to, first of all, to find people to go with me mm -hmm. to the very few places that played that music. I was a very big fan of these two uh, clubs. Um, one was La Bunga and the other one was El Aguijón. Yeah, that second <laughs> one I, I like a lot. And um, they used to play a lot of like um, rock in Spanish and uh, like punk and ska and not too heavy stuff, but it was no mainstream. It was, you know, kind of an underground type of thing. And I loved to go there. It was really, really fun. And so those were like the parties that I liked a lot um, growing up, but it was also maybe... Uh, maybe in the heights, high times, I went there maybe once a month. And the rest of the times, I would be going out with my friends to uh, the other normal pop 
Latin American music kind of parties, which were also great. I, I still love dancing to that music. I still love partying to that. So um, uh, that was like my variety. That wasn't like the music I would listen to at home, but uh, to party, it's actually really great. Uh, I was also when, or I started partying when reggaeton started to be this big thing and mm. it exploded and uh, you heard it all over the place. And um, that was also a lot of, a big part of that. And so nowadays I, um, well, no, later on when I, when I came to Germany, when I moved to Germany for university, it was kind of the other way around. Most of the, or, or there were a lot more clubs that would play like rock, like the Killers and uh, Jet and uh, all of those, which are also pretty, pretty mainstream, right? But are at least a bit of an alternative or rock pop kind of thing that you can still dance to. And they went to that kind of, of parties a lot. And then it was the other way around because obviously it's, all of a sudden it was in Germany. So like salsa parties were a rare thing for yeah. me to go to <laughs> which was which played to my advantage <laughs> <laughs> because i could still have like that variety but the you the the parties we will we would usually go to with my friends were actually these more rocky kind of stuff and um i enjoyed that a lot there was also in Karlsruhe where i studied there was also this one goth club that i discovered i think way too late and went there just a few times but that was also like there was also like a lot of industrial metal and um and like gothier darker stuff and heavier stuff um that was also pretty cool to go to that kind of parties um and uh, yeah nowadays i have my my party playlist which is mostly all of the latin american music yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and I have a bigger party playlist that also has all of the all of the mainstream alternative rock kind of stuff. And I actually don't have a metal party playlist of my own, but I follow a few that I like. So uh, I have all of those different parties in my head when I <laughs> when I want to get in the in a dancey mood or in a in a weekend party mood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you? My parents like live music a lot. And so they, whenever there was a live band playing here in, in the town near us, because I grew up on the countryside, so it was very difficult <laughs> to go to parties and stuff like that. Um, they mm -hmm. also took me with them when I was 13 or 14. Most of the time there was also a party or the band played for half an hour and then there was half an hour music And then the band played again and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. that were my very first parties that I attended. But um, luckily, when I was that age, there was still a, a real disco here in the town where I grew up. And mm -hmm. so I think the name was Streetbox. It was very small and um, very dirty. <laughs> But at least there was a place to go to. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it closed down um, just a few years after that. And um, unfortunately, shortly before I got my driver's license. So um, that was the place where I went with my friends for a couple of times. But most of the time we just went to a bar because there was only this one place <laughs> where you could dance <laughs> really and yeah. nothing else. And 
yeah, there, I think there wasn't even a party every weekend, so that was very rare. But when we all got our driving license, we went to the next big cities and to the discos that were there. And the friends that I had back then, they listened partly also to different music than I did. So I also went to so-called mainstream parties where the stuff from the radio or the typical party music was played. And then after I moved to Hamburg, that completely changed because <laughs> Hamburg is a big party city. You have this Reeperbahn area where you have a lot of clubs and a lot of bars and everything. And yeah, going to a party there is pretty easy and you can even do party hopping. So if you don't like the music in one place, you just go out and next door there is the next party. And there were also metal bars where I went to a lot with my friends and Of course, there also were a lot of metal parties also in the big, in the big venues where also some concerts took place like Markthalle or Große Freiheit 36. So right. I partied a lot in Hamburg. I think <laughs> I was <laughs> completely drunk every weekend. <laughs> But um, I also have to say that my, um, I studied back then and um, what I studied was really, um, it was not easy. Mm -hmm. because we also had a very, very strict schedule and we had to go. Um, in some universities, you don't have to be there, but um, we had to be there at the classes. And so I had really fully packed weeks all the time. And that was kind of my my thing to clean my head and everything. So Yeah, to let off some steam. Yeah, true stress sure. release and everything. So I think I, I just needed it back then. And I had the possibility because of this huge party city right around the corner. <laughs> right. So oh, yeah, Hamburg is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's maybe also the time when we met. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we also went to parties together. Yeah, that's true. That was awesome. I think there was also a party every week. You had this metal disco back then i don't know if it still exists but i remember the place yeah apparently it does i was there last week <laughs> whoa <laughs> it was a big throwback yeah um okay so it's called uh spirit it had been the big rock and metal uh, club here in dortmund for ages and at some point it closed down the big iconic dj also passed away some years ago and um, shortly after that, I think uh, the club changed owners and was good for a few years or for a year, maybe only. And uh, then they, it got sold and it didn't exist any longer. And then the venue just started being, you know, like playing different kind of, kinds of music and it wasn't spirit anymore. But there are still like spirit nights in there. And um, I was at one of them last week. Um mm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was also one of those moments of like, okay, we got, we want to go there. We gotta, we gotta, we we really have to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we were, we had been at like five different. What was it? Okay, it was Wednesday and Thursday was a holiday. The weather was kind of nice, so we decided to go out and uh, went to a few bars because we went out at like 7 p.m. already. And so, you know, after a few beers, the the 
tiredness starts kicking in and it was like, okay, just, just stay awake. <laughs> just one more hour and we can go dance. <laughs> <laughs> it was super funny. Um, for me, the whole party thing kind of changed when I moved to Leipzig. Mm -hmm. It was a kind of yeah heavy break because I was used to just leaving the house and there is a train that takes you wherever you want to go to. And there are clubs where you can go to every time. And the very first time when I wanted to go partying in Leipzig, um, I missed my train and I had the option to wait another hour for the next one, <laughs> which yeah. I didn't want to. So I walked to the city by foot, which took me 45 minutes, I think. That was wow. okay. But um, I went there a little late. I think I arrived there at 11 p.m. And all the clubs, uh, they said, you can't go in there. We are full. What? <laughs> that was my reaction too. So I went there, tried to go to the different clubs and yeah, uh, I failed. And so I also missed my train back home. And so I walked back home 45 <laughs> minutes. <No. laughs> It was my first oh, party experience no. in Leipzig. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh, no. It became a bit better later. But to be honest, I also kind of changed my lifestyle when I went there because I became more interested in sports or in doing sports. So I went to the gym uh, four to six times a week and stuff like that. So I did not have the the intention also to party that much and The energy. The energy, maybe. <laughs> And yeah, but there were also some bars where I then went to, but I rarely went to the clubs there. There were some rock um, parties in, what's the name again? Angela Merkel helped to uh, to build it <laughs> mm -hmm. when she was studying there. So yeah, maybe someone out there might know this. Um, it's right in the city of Leipzig, uh, a big a big venue where you have also different floors. And uh, a couple of times I went there to party. And there is also a place called Dark Flower, I think. There were a lot of Gothic parties, but also metal parties. And that was the place where I went a couple of times. And of course, when the Wave Gothic Treffen was in Leipzig, yes. there was mm -hmm. always a huge party in all, of, all over the city with great music and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because uh, Dark Flower sounds familiar. I think it was uh, a big part of the... Uh, we've got the treffen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not that I ever was there, but, you know, I always saw the, the announcements and things. <laughs> yeah, it's familiar, yeah. Um, and when I party here at home or when I have guests, most of the time I put on a classic rock music mm -hmm. playlist because I think that's what everybody can relate to somehow. <laughs> But everybody can tolerate. I yeah, I yeah. know what you mean. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but when I, I have a kind of party with myself, I uh, like to listen to this old '90s Eurodance stuff. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is that part of the '90s also reached Ecuador. So yeah, <laughs> right, wonderful. <laughs> the Backstreet Boys are on tour right now. <laughs> by the way. I know, I know, but I have a bit of a conflict now with the Backstreet Boys. Okay, why? Because, and we were we were talking about this, this was, this was again one of the more serious topics of a few episodes. Oh, ago. wait, maybe I don't want to know. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and it's, it's funny because uh, a few episodes ago, we were talking about separating the art from the artist and mm -hmm. um, which 
goes along, you know, with the whole of the Me Too movement and people in cancel culture, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we asked ourselves the question of, can you still enjoy the art someone made who might, who might have committed a crime and um, how or whether one would still support this person, right? Or how? And we talked about the database Rotten Apples that gives you uh, information about people in the film industry who have allegations or um, or some kind of lawsuit against them for uh, sexual violence specifically. And while researching the uh, the show notes for the episode or the links for the description, I got into the database and I just started putting in random, you know, just random shows and, and series. And, um, and one of them had, I, I don't know how I got there, but somehow I got to Nick Carter mm -hmm. who was accused of rape. Okay. Luckily the Backstreet Boys never were a band that I've been listening to a lot. <laughs> So maybe I won't do that. <laughs> yeah, since then I've had that like uh, weird mixed feelings. Uh, feeling. Yeah, because I did party to the Backstreet Boys a lot. Mm. And when I saw they were coming on tour, I, I, I thought about it for a second. And afterwards I saw that on the database and was like, yikes. Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> so... Um, no, but yeah, the Spice Girls. More power to the Spice Girls. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but that is that is funny that you mentioned, and um, I don't know if you still had some uh, more of your personal history to talk about. Mm, no, I'm more or less done. Um, the venue in Leipzig is called Moritzbastei, by the way. All right. Does it still exist? Uh, I'm pretty sure it does, yeah. Nice. Yeah, because that is uh, a completely, for me, different thing that might have been one of my cultural shocks moving uh, from Ecuador to Germany. Uh, parties here are very different. Mm -hmm. And not only from the from the music styles, because, you know, in the big popular discos or, or, or clubs here, there's a lot of Schlager, which is this yes. very awful German party music that I <laughs> that is also very catchy. Like... It, it one of those gets stuck in your brain. Oof! It never gets luck. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 there are some that I still sometimes you know find you know sounding in my head, and it's not very nice. But uh, sometimes that's all that is played here, and that is the typical Oktoberfest music, for example, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and the typical are very pro problematic. Um, if you start really thinking about the lyrics, most of them are really crappy. Yes, now that you say that, and also in combination with what you said before about going to parties with with your parents and such, that is something kind of cool, maybe. Like in Ecuador, nobody goes to a bar with their parents growing up. Like, oof, <laughs> no. Also, parents would never come to the idea of, also, parents don't go to bars in Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> parents don't have sex and they don't go to bars. <laughs> I mean... I don't think my parents ever went to a bar. <laughs> Never in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were they were pretty good liars. I don't know. Um, anyway, that's something that I that I've seen uh, uh, my partner here, for example, do a lot, and uh, and it's fun. I mean, I go out with my parents in law sometimes to a bar, and it's actually funny. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, well, 
what was I saying? Oh, yes. So, uh, but some of the music that my parents used to listen at family parties, parties or like neighborhood parties, um, some of the like, yeah, 80s cumbia and stuff like that. I When I was in, in Ecuador in, in, in this last December, my friends and I went to a concert of one of those bands and it was actually pretty cool. Like the music was really great. We had a lot of fun, but the moment you st- up to really listen to the lyrics it was so bad it was just you know real bad sexism and misogyny and it's like okay no why but um yeah all of that is very different from my first experiences of parties in germany not only because of the music but also if you go to like a house party here Nobody's dancing. Everybody's just mm-hmm. sitting around and drinking. And it's like, why? <laughs> I, I, I've never understood that. But in the in the very first, like the very first times I attended such a party, it was like really weird. Also, there's a lot of like Bia Benke, <laughs> which mm-hmm. we also don't really have. Like these long uh, garden tables, the wooden things that are rectangles and and like benches on either side. And um, it's just uh, really funny that that is like such a part of the culture. Mm. Um, but that also reminded me of uh, 11 years ago when we first met and or, or a few months after that. Um, oh, by the way, it's more or less exactly 11 years ago. Right, because <laughs> this weekend is Rockart Festival right now. And that was the first thing we, we attended together 11 yeah. years ago. <laughs> and shortly after, you had already uh, left the city, I think. And there was this one night uh, where I really, really wanted to go out. And I just went to one of these clubs that played a lot of Schlager and a lot of pop music. I remember Shakira playing a lot back then. Mm-hmm. For some reason, there was some reggaeton even, like the, the most famous things, and just a lot of Schlager. And I just remember going in, in into that club and immediately ordering a vodka and a tequila, like a vodka Red Bull even, I think. And because that's what, <laughs> that's what I used to drink when I was young <laughs> and uh, tequila. And it was like, I have to get drunk just to be able to tolerate this music. But I really want to party. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, yeah. And a few moments later, I met my now uh, partner of 11 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember the story. <laughs> Yeah, but it was just this, I wouldn't have chosen that music to party to, but there was just no other option. I knew it would be uh, for, it. that was the only for sure party because uh, it was a very popular club. It still is. And I knew there would be a lot of people in the mood for a party there as well. And I didn't know anybody in the city really. So I just had to go there alone and try to meet people. And I did. (laughs) (laughs) Success. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But another thing that is, that I would also count to this whole party thing is concerts. And I also remember when I moved from Hamburg to Leipzig that there were not really a lot of metal concerts anymore. Um, most of the bands, they played in Berlin, which is not that far away from Leipzig. And maybe that's why oh. they 
didn't come to Leipzig as well, or maybe Dresden. I don't know. They uh, not so many tours um, that I was interested in were coming to to Leipzig. And now that I live on the countryside again, <laughs> it's more or less the same. There are some concerts oh. in Hanover, some even in Brunswick, which is the nearest city here. Um, but also most of the time I would have to go to Hamburg again or even Leipzig, Berlin, whatever. Right. It's funny that we're talking about this um, late stage pandemic because it feels the, very similar to what you're describing. I mean, Dortmund is this big city for football stuff. Mm -hmm. But, and, and it's also, um, there are a lot of, Uh, metal bands around and like there is a lot of people here that listen to metal as well but it's very rarely uh, a city that a big metal band stops at mm -hmm. but later this year uh parkway drive are gonna play here and i still oh. haven't gotten my ticket but <laughs> but i hope i can go there and right like tours are starting to um to take place again And um, I really wanted to see Spirit Box. And they just are just starting their European tour, their first headlining European tour. You should also watch Envisions. They are one of the support bands. Yeah, but I can't go. That's the Why? thing. <laughs> <laughs> Because they, they, they are coming here for the big festivals. And so the rest of the tour dates are on weekdays. Mm -hmm. And they are in uh, Wiesbaden for some reason, which is a very small city in Germany. Yeah. I have no idea. I know. And then Munich, which is too far away. And then Hamburg, but on a Tuesday. And then uh, the nearest place would be Utrecht in the Netherlands. And that's also like already sold out and on a Wednesday, I think. Mm. So I'm very sad that I will miss Spirit Box's first European tour. Yeah. But I will see them some days, hopefully. Mm. <laughs> Yes. Um, you were just at a concert recently. Yes. I've been at the Electric Callboy concert in Hanover one day after your <laughs> big metal, more core metal party. Nice. And yeah, it, it was it was kind of magic, I have to say. Oh. <laughs> um, the One of the support acts was One Morning Left. And I discovered this band late 2020 or in 2020 mm -hmm. and really loved their album Metalcore Superstars. But I thought because the album was, I think, four years old at that moment that they might not release another one. But late 2020, they said, yay, we are releasing a new album next year, um, which was Hyperactive. Also a really cool album. And um, I also, back then I watched a lot of live videos on youtube so when people filmed the band on stage and stuff like that the quality might not be so good but it has this special feeling and i think in the pandemic i kind of needed this <laughs> yes of course was there an after party at the concert yeah. uh, no i don't think so it was a really huge hall that was only for the concerts so everybody went off the the venue after the concert mm -hmm. but um when i was watching all these videos on youtube from the band, I discovered that uh, one of their guitar players, he parties a lot on stage. So in Germany, we would say Rampensau. So mm -hmm. um, it's it's a lot of fun to see him on stage because he's making fun, he's partying. He, I don't know, it, it's just awesome. You should <laughs> watch some of the videos maybe. Uh, so I was really happy to finally see 
one morning left on stage and also um, see what the guitar player might do. And I wasn't disappointed because it was awesome. It was really, really a big, big party on stage, even um, even though they were just the support band. But they uh, yeah, right. maybe they had some fans in the audience or they were just um, successful with making them party because the whole band is kind of funny and yeah mm -hmm. so <laughs> um yeah everybody was partying and when i was standing there in the audience it's something maybe fell off i don't know but i was immediately in this party mood even though at that moment i didn't have a beer or something before mm -hmm. <laughs> so um it was kind of being being put in a good mood just because of the moment and that's something that yeah. i didn't experience for a long time maybe also because of the pandemic obviously yeah <laughs> but everything oh, so nice. came back at that moment and it was immediate festival feeling even though it was just the first song of the concert or something like that <laughs> but i felt like i've been there for three days of partying <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yes And yeah, Electric Callboy, of course, also were awesome on stage. They played mm -hmm. all of their hits like Spaceman and We Got the Moves and Pump It, and of course, Hyper Hyper. They also had this German, I think now he's a musician, Kalle Kuschinski with them. They made one song in German with him. It's called Kastrop Spandau. And so they also played that one, of course. And he's also the guy who made all the dancing choreographies for oh, wow. the newer stuff. Yeah. Um, so it was also cool to see him on stage and that was also special for the audience because um, they said that he won't play that gig that the night before was his last gig with Electric Callboy but yeah then suddenly <laughs> they had him there <laughs> on stage surprise. also yeah surprise and there were 5,000 people in wow. the venue and everybody was partying we were not in the middle um in the middle of the venue when electric callboy played we were in the back but not mm -hmm. some people had to sit but they were also standing when electric callboy played and we were standing um at the end of the of this hall where you could where you had the normal standing uh places i don't know <laughs> <laughs> where you were supposed to stand the area um, yeah the area and um Even back then, everybody was partying. So, yeah, 5,000 people just escalating. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's awesome. And that was really great. And I was so, so, so happy after that. And I'm still, yeah, um, it still gives me a good mood and um, a lot of fun when I think back to that that concert that night. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That is really cool. I must admit, I have been uh, listening to a bit of uh, Electric Callboy recently because I started to listen to the High Five Summerfest playlist. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since I might uh, steal your plans and go there. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that. Yeah. So But when that's awesome, you might discover a lot of new bands. I am already, I am already just through that playlist. Um, it's not the typical uh, festival playlist where just there's almost the whole disco discography of every band that is playing there, but it's just like three to five hits of each, each band. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are a lot of women too. 
Yeah. A lot of female singers. Um, the lineup looks good, actually. I think, because I don't really know many of the bands. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the music sounds good. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm a bit sad that they don't have the lineup that they had originally or the, at least for at least planned for 2021 because oh, that right. was really 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 awesome but some of the bands that i would have wanted to see are not in the lineup anymore unfortunately oh. but anyway it's still a lot of really cool bands <laughs> yes i cannot think of any others uh, just now but yeah <laughs> <laughs> eminence <laughs> and it's okay <laughs> Right. And when when you are when all of you out there listen to this episode, it might already be happening. So, um we'll keep you posted about that. And um yes, concerts, parties, concerts, parties, festivals. <laughs> I was very sad to remember that my last real festival was Tusca 2018. Mm. Like real, real, more than white one day festival was that long ago. It's been four years. I'm in desperate need of a festival. Yeah. I was at Metal Days together with Steffi in mm -hmm. 2019, but that's also three years ago now. Yeah, exactly. It's like forever. <laughs> and festivals are the place to party, especially when they have a party tent also, or you have a lot of parties on the campground. It's right. Awesome. Yes, uh, now that we remembered the our first festival together 11 years ago, um, that was a huge party tent, and that was a really cool party. We were also lucky that we had access to the uh, VIP tent, yeah. VIP thing. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, otherwise, uh, yes, festivals are a great are a great party opportunity. But you were uh, in a mid-pandemic festival last year with Jeffy, was it last year? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you stay there overnight as well? Wasn't it uh, a one day? We stayed there overnight, but we stayed at a hotel because camping was mm -hmm. not allowed because uh, at the campground you were not able to to follow these um, guidelines, clean your hands and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we stayed in a hotel and so... When we were at the festival site, it really felt like a festival, even though you were not allowed to mosh. But when the headliners played, nobody was interested in that anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and you were you had to wear the mask when you were not sitting on one mm -hmm. of this beer banker, which you were just talking about, <laughs> um, and ate or drank something. So it was kind of weird. It, it was nice that... Um, there was the opportunity to see live music and also really cool bands that played there. But yeah, it, it was no real festival feeling. It felt like a one day concert, whatever, but yeah. All right. Yeah. We stayed at this hotel and there were also no other metalheads. We also didn't book breakfast there. So I don't know if other metalheads also stayed in this hotel. So oh. we didn't meet many other people in the town who also went to the festival. And Aww. I think that's 
I think that's the feeling that you need so that you go yes. there together with a big crowd already. And yeah. yeah, that you make friends because you both are wearing black shirts. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's the only thing we have in common. But hi, you're my best friend now. Let's drink. <laughs> <laughs> that's, by the way, how I met a really good friend when I went to the Children of Bodom concert in Hamburg. Um, he went there alone. He walked uh, a few meters in front of me and I, I was drunk already and I just went there and said hey and uh, <laughs> tried to march with him and said oh you're alone you can come with us blah 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 and yeah <laughs> we are still friends and um, there were times where we were really close friends and uh, spent a lot of time together and stuff like that but now he lives in Nuremberg so yeah um, it changed a bit but yeah that was That's an, an awesome, awesome story. experience yeah oh yes <laughs> I had kind of a similar experience uh, when I went to see Trivium in London in 2018, I think. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, well, I was there alone and saw that there were people writing on the writing comments on the Facebook event for the concert, you know, saying, I'm going alone, who's also going to the festival and, you know, so that we can all party together and blah, blah, blah. And so I replied to one of them and we're no longer in contact though, but it was a fun thing, you know, to not be yeah. alone at a concert and just make new friends and, uh, you know. It's really <laughs> cool. Uh, it's a really cool thing. Just to party and, and yeah. sing together. Mm. <laughs> I will go to a concert in Leipzig um, in the beginning of July where mm -hmm. I go alone, but there are there might be some people that I know Um But I never met them before. <laughs> okay. I just know them from the internet. Um, there was also one woman who posted a lot of stuff that she also went to other concerts of the tour. Um, and then I wrote a comment under one of her posts and she said, oh, yeah, I'm in Berlin and in Leipzig. And um, do you go to one of these? Because we can be there and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I might meet some people that I won't be alone, but I will go there alone. And yeah, <laughs> it will be fun too, I think. Yes. And I mean, there's obviously nothing ever wrong to going to concerts or parties alone and more power to you if you do it. And if you can enjoy it, your own company like that, it is really awesome. But talking about uh, internet friends as well. As you all know, I uh, have my my live streams on Twitch and uh, Twitch as the huge platform that it is uh, has TwitchCon, this convention event thing. And there is actually two of those events in the world. One is in San Diego in the United States and one is in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. And after two years of, uh, you know, pandemic break, Uh, TwitchCon Amsterdam is happening again this year, and I will be there too. Nice <laughs> to meet my internet friends. Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> that kind of reminds me uh, of the party crew that we had at the Metal Female Voices Fest. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Those were our internet friends later, though. We met them yeah. at the festival, and then we became friends afterwards. And then we met once a year for a huge party. <laughs> yeah, and we only met once a year with most of them, but we still had such a fun time together. That was really awesome. With some of them, I'm still in touch mm. through the internet as well. I miss all of them. Yes, I was thinking now that the festivals are coming back and everything. Uh, we had uh, Scardust singer Noah Grumman um, message us uh, earlier this week 
about a concert that they are playing in Belgium in July, I think July 13th. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this uh, in June still, you might be interested in that. So check out Scardust's um, events and maybe go see them live in Belgium if you can. Uh, it's going to be some kind of a female metal event, event a part of that festival. And... Um, Yeah, I, I I I told her we sadly don't do <laughs> you know live reports anymore, and we can't go there. But um, yeah, it might be cool to to have people see them anyway. Um, where was I going with this? Yes, so apparently there are still that kind of that kind of e event happening. Like the organizers of female metal event are still uh, doing concerts. And uh, maybe the festival will come back one day and we can meet the people um, once again. That would be awesome. But there's nothing planned for this year. And it's so sad because I'm seeing so uh, like the biggest uh, music festivals and especially the biggest metal festivals this year. The season just started right now, but everything has been sold out for ages. Mm. And also tickets, if you get tickets. They are so expensive. Like, I get that Hellfest is celebrating their uh, anniversary, their double anniversary. Hellfest is having a two-week festival. Yes. And the lineup is mind-blowing, but it is sold out and it's expensive as fuck. Mm. And then Grasspop is also has an amazing lineup and it's expensive as fuck. And these two festivals especially... Uh, Hellfest in France and Grasspop in Belgium. They, it's not only the ticket, it's also like the food and things because you can't even have a barbecue on the camping ground grounds, Whoa. you know? Mm. So festival site food is super expensive. Mm. So if you cannot really even, you know, feed yourself <laughs> and or take a lot of <laughs> uh, cheap beer and stuff into the festival grounds, the It, it just keeps adding up and adding up. Mm, true. So it's just crazy. I haven't looked at Wacken this year, but uh, I'm... It's sold out since 2019, probably. <laughs> probably, yeah. That, that always sold out immediately. So yeah, yeah. it's just crazy. And it makes me sad to think that I wouldn't, uh, that I wouldn't get a chance to go to a festival this year. No, <laughs> I'm working on that. I'm working on that. No, but that's, that's all of the festival summer, right? And then we used to have... This female-fronted or, or women in metal-focused uh, festivals in the autumn, and that was mm. also like this this extra festival party uh, season that I am now really, really missing. Because um, where are we? Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> Come back, yes, please. <laughs> 2023 female metal event, metal female voices fest, whatever. We we have to find something. <laughs> yeah. Hell, we're gonna at this rate, we're gonna start our own festival. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> okay, so um, talking about fun, what music are you listening to right now? Right now, I am listening to a lot of um, yeah, what I just told you the high five summer fest playlist mm -hmm. that is full of um electric cowboy we came as romans bleed from within um orbit culture and it's okay 
yours truly and um demotional i think let me see which of those i have liked hollow front yeah they just released an album i think not so many days ago i think in may yeah yeah and let me see what else is around here thornhill Thornhill. North Lane. Thornhill are so good. They released an album just today. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I was just listening to the intro before we started the episode here. Um, so I still have to listen to that one, but I'm really thrilled to know how it sounds like. Awesome. Also, I just played through uh, this game they had been looking forward to for so long. Life is Strange, True Colors. Mm -hmm. I play that on my stream and the soundtrack for the Life is Strange games is always beautiful. Yeah. So I uh, found the playlist for the games and I have been listening uh, to those a lot as well. It's always very um, acoustic guitar-ish, alternative rock-ish, but it's really uh, relaxing and it's uh, it's really nice to just vibe to, as the as young people say. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this whole episode has made me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> It was fun anyway. <laughs> yes, and if anybody asks, I'm still 28 in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what are you listening to? Um, I've been listening to stuff that has been released earlier this year, the past days. Um, but yeah, today the Thornhill album came out, so I'm really interested in listening to that one. Um, Dreamshade released a new song. Mm -hmm. And um, another band that I'm listening to a lot at the moment is Aries, like the Zodiac sign written. Mm -hmm. And they also released another song today, but um, a few weeks ago they released their song Crystals, and I like that one a lot, so I've been listening to that um, a couple of times. Um, yeah, and I think next week um, Future Palace will release their debut album and I'm also looking forward to that one because some of their songs I liked a lot and some of them I didn't really like. So let's see how the whole album will be like. <laughs> Great. And side note, I follow the Just a Gold Pod on Instagram and they've been inactive since September 21. But mm -hmm. they posted something recently and said that maybe there will be another a new episode of the podcast soon so when this one is out maybe it has already been released we will see <laughs> oh that's amazing i was just wondering where where they are you mentioned them just now and my head went straight to i haven't listened to them in a while mm -hmm. where did they go have you been playing any games lately not a huge one um, at the moment, I play mini motorways on Switch, and that is addicting. <laughs> What's that about? You have to plan the streets from houses to factories, and um, after yeah, they pop up new factories and new houses everywhere on the map, and you have to connect them. And at some point, it doesn't work anymore; it, the whole thing breaks down. And yeah, you have to oh. to come as far as possible. <laughs> Ooh, so like a city planner kind of thing. Yeah. Cool, interesting. Nice. What are you gaming right now? Well, a lot of Dead by Daylight and a lot of Destiny 2. I came back to Destiny 2 um, because new, new content has been released. 
And um, yeah, I'm enjoying that a lot, especially because I, pre- I play that with my internet friends. So that's always fun. That's the two biggest things that I've been playing lately. Uh, also, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, mm-hmm. which is a third-person battle royale with vampires. So you have like abilities and Sounds weapons, cool. and uh, <laughs> it is very cool, but it's also very complicated, and I yeah. suck, but I enjoy it a lot. <laughs> yes. Everybody out there. Everybody us. out there, first of all, <laughs> before we go and talking about games, before we start saying goodbye and talking about games, I am currently looking for work in games, uh, <laughs> um, it, not especially, but, you know, for some reason, the gaming world um, interests me a lot. So if anybody knows of a fully remote position of uh, in marketing, um, let me know if it's in the gaming industry uh, much better. Uh, otherwise, you know how I am about my feminist purpose. So um, that would be super cool. Like, um, I don't know, an NGO or something like that. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> And also uh, let us know about your party bands, party playlists, uh, what you like the most about parties, concerts, festivals, and stuff like that. All the funny stuff, just let us know, write in the comments, write us a message, send us a voicemail, whatever. <laughs> yes, and if you're listening to us on Spotify, there is the question function now. So we will put up a question about this. Um, yeah, what's your your party music? And you can you can answer to it right in the app. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's the end, I think. Yes. <laughs> see you after the festival break. First, no. See you after the festival season. No. <laughs> see you next month. Thank you so Thank much you. for listening. Thank you and bye bye. <laughs>